hail and well met. Welcome to another episode of Self-Evident. I'm Jenna, and today we are featuring an enlightening talk that my co-host, Kenna Rose, presented at the Illinois Family Institute's 2022 Worldview Conference. The theme at this Worldview Conference that was up for discussion and dissection was Apostles of Wokeism versus Disciples of Jesus Christ. So Drs. Everett Piper and Rob Reno keynoted this event with lectures on the religion of wokeism, reclaiming the sufficiency of scripture, and much more. Kenna spoke on the importance of prioritizing freedom over safety and how God uses every situation for his glory. This event took place in the Village Church of Barrington this past February. I hope you enjoy. Allow me to introduce Kenna Rose. Kenna has a biblical worldview that gives strength to her common sense core values. Her video commentaries address the issues impacting Illinois and our nation from a Christian perspective and can be viewed on the IFI YouTube channel. And Kenna, Jenna Smith, as well as their friends, are launching Self-Evident. It's an IFI podcast geared toward young people, but I'm going to listen too. Please welcome Kenna Rose. Hey everyone, I'm Kenna Rose. My talk is on safety versus freedom, and I was going to say that though it might not seem super relevant, it is, but Dr. Piper did a great job explaining why it's relevant, so I don't have to. <laughs> People are frequently choosing the safer, more comfortable path rather than do anything that merely feels uncomfortable, and it's detrimental, not just to themselves, but to those around them and their ministry. Christ has set us free from sin, and I would like to submit that living a safety-oriented life and idolizing oneself is falling back again into sin. So my aim here is to answer several questions that will hopefully show us why people value safety so highly today and what the eventual cost will be. Because the founders of our country most assuredly valued freedom more than they did safety, we're gonna start by answering why did they value freedom more than safety. Then we'll look at why do people today value safety so highly and what is the eventual cost of that. Finally, we'll look at what does living a safety-oriented life do. Let's start by traveling back to the Revolutionary War, more specifically to July of 1776, when 56 founding fathers affixed their names to the Declaration of Independence, irrevocably declaring publicly that no matter the cost, America would be a free nation. They pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor, knowing that they were waging war against the most powerful nation on earth. They thought the price of freedom was worth it, and many of them did pay. John Hart and Richard Stockton, both signers from New Jersey, died. Hart because of conditions he endured while on the run from the British, Stockton because he was kidnapped, imprisoned, and cruelly treated by the British. 17 signers' homes were destroyed. Two were wounded, one lost his wife, and one lost his son due to the British. Yet they continued to fight because they believed that freedom was a gift from God, and as such, no man had the power to take it. Samuel Adams said, if men, through fear, fraud, or mistake, should in terms renounce or give up an essential natural right, the eternal law of reason and the grand end of society would absolutely vacate such renunciation. 
the right of freedom being the gift of God Almighty, it is not in the power of man to alienate this gift and voluntarily become a slave. They believed there are things in life more important than safety, freedom being one of those. Benjamin Franklin said, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. And unfortunately, people today are ready and willing to give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety. For example, in the name of COVID, people have let the government restrict our freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, right to commerce, right to privacy, right to make medical decisions about ourselves. And that list just goes on. The desire to be safe has become a distinctive feature of our society. Our nation has so idolized the culture of I, that idea of me first, and that I shouldn't ever have to do anything that makes me feel uncomfortable, that it's created a selfish me first population, and it's killed off our ability to stand for things. Samuel Adams said, a general dissolution of principles and manners will more surely overthrow America than the whole force of the common enemy. Well, the people are virtuous, they can't be subdued. But when once they lose their virtue, they will be ready to surrender their liberties to the first external or internal invader. When a society becomes less virtuous, it thinks more of itself and is less likely to stand for liberty. Our nation's moral compass is no longer God's word. Therefore, society no longer counts others as more significant than themselves. Rather, things are done from selfish ambition and conceit. As the moral revolution progresses and society grows hostile to the word of God, it becomes more selfish and more safety-focused, looking to their own interests and not the interests of others. You see, standing for freedom involves looking out for others because it requires you to put yourself into uncomfortable situations for the sake of others. It's so much easier to just stay quiet and comply instead of speak up and feel uncomfortable, especially since the effects of staying quiet often aren't felt until it's someone else's turn to deal with it. And by staying quiet, you can even look good a lot of times because the mandates and laws that take away freedoms almost always, or just always, come in that guise of good and safety, spoken about with enough flowery words to sound reasonable. For some more recent examples, think of HB 4626. Under the guise of equality, this bill would replace the term pregnant woman with something like birthing person. It would also remove the pronouns he, she, his, and her from laws pertaining to children, as well as words like aunt and uncle. Or gun control laws, because they take away protection from law-abiding citizens, leaving criminals and the government without fear of repercussions. Or pick any COVID mandate. They're all being done in the guise of safety. Think of HB 4640, which would allow major state agencies to share all private health information with other agencies, while strengthening the Illinois Department of Public Health's supreme authority in matters of quarantining and isolating you and your family. Standing for freedom will end up leading to safety for future generations. If we let the government trample over us now for fear of discomfort, we will end up unsafe later. If the Allies hadn't fought Nazi Germany or the US hadn't fought to end communism, would the world be safer now? Are China, Venezuela, or Cuba, or Canada safe? You see, the problem is, by questing after safety, you'll wake up one day to the realization that you've trapped yourself. 
you'll never go anywhere or do anything because you'll end up so frightened of everything that you've stripped yourself of your own freedom. Everything has a risk attached to it. Of course, have common sense and wisdom and don't do ridiculous things, but don't strive after safety to the point where you can't do anything. Did you know the apostles in the Bible rarely prayed for safety? Their focus was elsewhere. Of course, they did end up in some absolutely horrible places. I mean, just think about the sheer amount of times Paul was imprisoned, beaten, and ridiculed. But the Lord always, always used it for good and for his glory. In the quest for safety and security, we often miss opportunities the Lord would have placed in front of us. And if the apostles had focused on safety instead of on sharing the gospel, they wouldn't have. It would have been too risky and too uncomfortable. So why did the founders prize freedom over safety? They believed that safety wasn't the ultimate goal of life. They believed God had given them rights no man had the right to take, so they stood up for them, believing that freedom was more important than their own personal safety. Why are people today so willing to give up their freedom, prizing safety higher? It's because our culture has fallen away from biblical ideologies, which means there's going to be more of a focus on self. Standing for freedom or actually sharing the gospel, which is more important, requires you to put yourself into uncomfortable situations for the sake of others. And many just aren't willing to do that. What does living a safety-focused life do? It causes a life of oppression and danger or just a life of stagnatism where you don't learn or grow because courage is often required to make choices and to live a life that brings God glory. Ronald Reagan said, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day, we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States, where men were free. We need to work just hard to secure our God-given rights, or they will be taken away. Will you, or will we, prize freedom over safety? Or will you prize safety so high we lose our freedom? It's your call. Will we prize safety so high that we lose our freedom? A sobering question to conclude a great reminder from Kenna. You know, I was actually at this uh, Worldview conference when this happened and when she gave her presentation and Dr. Piper mounted the stage after she was finished and he continued with his talk and played off of her topic and what she said throughout his entire lecture. It was it was really cool. I have his presentations from that day linked in the podcast description if you want to give them a listen. I also want to mention that IFI has their date and topic up for their 2023 Worldview Conference. You know, we all realize how massive the overturning of Roe versus Wade was, but the fight for the sanctity of life, and especially in Illinois, is far from over. That's why we'd strongly encourage you to come to IFI's next Worldview Conference, which is all about pro-life apologetics. It's occurring at the Village Church in Barrington, and Dr. John Diggs, Pastor Scott Phelps, and Scott Klusendor will be the keynotes for this vitally important conference. And, not to mention, our very own Eliana will be leading worship in the morning. Uh, you can purchase tickets by clicking events at IllinoisFamily.org or just following the link that I'll put in the description below. I know I speak for all of us at Self Evident when I'd say we'd be super happy to see you there. 
that about wraps up our podcast. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And until we meet again, let us firmly rely on the protection of divine providence. And remember, like Kenna quoted in her speech, in the words of Samuel Adams, if men through fear, fraud, or mistake should in terms renounce or give up an essential natural right, the eternal law of reason and the grand end of society would absolutely vacate such renunciation. The right of freedom being the gift of God Almighty, it is not in the power of man to alienate this gift and voluntarily become a slave. This is self-evident. <laughs>